If you're keeping track at home, season three, about to begin any second. Hi again, everybody. It's me, JR Man. How are you? Welcome to your Life's Work podcast. Is the open flashy enough? I listen to other podcasts, and you know, some guys just flip on the mic and have at it, and some guys have like crazy production, an exciting production value to lure you in. How's everybody doing? Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, welcome back. We took a couple of weeks off, obviously, to have a holiday ness funness activity. Uh, and now we're back. So we're officially calling this season three, episode one. Today we're talking about new starts and new stops, given the fact that it's January and everybody and their mother comes together and, uh, you know, makes a resolution. And we'll talk about that. Uh, program notes for you all. January 20th, if you're listening to this podcast, was recorded on the 12th. So in roughly eight days, uh, January 20th. We'll have a workshop here in Southern California in the beautiful mountains of North County, San Diego. There is a new retreat center, and it's gorgeous, man. Talk about peace and just silence, and it's just, it's really wonderful. And the woman that owns the retreat center has graciously allowed yours truly to teach a little thing that we're calling Don't Stay Stuck. Uh, January 20th, it's 30 bucks. What? It's 30 bucks? Yeah, it's 30 bucks. Um, And it's good value. For what you'll get, uh, we're going to be talking about how to stay stuck. Because listen, everybody uh, within the sound of my voice uh, occasionally has that stuckness. Whether it's a relationship, a situation, a circumstance, an evolution of thought, theology, ideology, uh, everybody has a little stuckness. So January twentieth, go to the website jrman.com, j r m a h o n dot com. Hit the workshops button. It's thirty bucks. Sign up. There's only twenty spaces, and I'm going to tell you what right now is this recording, uh, January twelfth. The the thing's filling up, so there's only a few spots left. So get it, get it if you haven't. For those of you in Southern California, for those of you out of Southern California reach, and you want to come, just call the phone. We'll help you um, uh, find a place to stay. If you want to come and hang out for half a day. And it's only half a day. That's your thing. It's like 8, 8.30 to noon, I think we're doing it. Uh, we're going to have coffee and donuts and Danish before we begin. And then uh, we'll get in everybody's business. We'll have a good time. Um, don't, it's, again, it's with the ums. Like, I don't really, you know, it, you know, there they are. Anyways, it's a new year. And uh, have added everybody, there is something inside of us, particularly Americans, when we roll over on January 1st, that we are like, resolutions are us. Now, whether you're one of those people that's like, uh, I don't do resolutions, you're the same people that don't go to Facebook too, right? Um, Whether you're those people or whether you're the people that are like all in and it's goal city, uh, you you just want to, you know, stick with this one because... I want to take a lot of the burden off of resolution or goal making because a lot of times resolution or goal making can be quite burdensome. And, and, and obviously, you know, the stats are funny, right? They say, they say that um, the attendance or the membership or the amount of people that go to workout facilities like doubles January into February. But then at, by the end of February – 
the numbers decreased to where they were in December. <laughs> so that 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 right there just says a lot about, hey, I'm going to lose 15 pounds or I'm going to lose 8 pounds and I'm going to go and I'm going to do this. It, it it you know so why is that JR why do do tell us you're so smart tell us at, at the end of the day we're really talking about metrics that become our own we silo them we we just make them in our own mind you know we we don't allow new resolutions new goals new starts uh to have a community kind of vapor to them an energy to them. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So with that, I want to talk about two things. Then we're going to get into practicality because we only do a half hour and then we're out. All you people that bloviate for more than 45 minutes on your podcast. What are you doing? Nobody's got 45 minutes to talk about Bitcoin. Okay. Nobody's got 45 minutes to interview a celebrity. Okay. That's just how it goes. So that's, I'm just saying 30 minutes and get the hell out. So that, that, that's my piece of advice for all you podcasters out there. And for all you YouTubers out there, God bless you. And believe me, I don't have a huge YouTube following. I don't. I have like two people that follow me on YouTube. But I love the YouTubes, all right? For all you people out there that are making like, you know, I mean, there's a few of you out there that are making seven, eight-minute videos that I'm all in on. But, you know, I think I, the tide's turning, man. Nobody has any time anymore. We just don't. We just don't. Whatever you got to say to the world, get it. In your, like, you know, really, really understand it before you start spitting it out to the world. I, I, who cares? <laughs> I see I get off on tangents. Welcome back, right? That's it. Uh, by the way, greetings to all you good people that regularly listen to the podcast. I love you guys very much, and thanks for checking in um, during the hiatus time where we're at, and I just appreciate you guys. So. And greetings to all the, new, all the new folks that are listening. Okay, so new starts, new stops. That's the first part of this talk. New starts and new stops for 2018. So we've set the premise up. We're all about it. We're gung-ho. We're ready to go. We got our workout clothes. We got our 365-day reading thing that we're going to do. We've got all this stuff that we're like looking out into the future, and we're like, yes, we're going to accomplish this. And we need some practicality to it because if there is no plan and practicality, it's going to flush down the toilet. So the, the where I start with people is new starts and new stops. Now, a new start is pretty easy. Right, it's like you feeling excited about something in your life that you either is is new that you want to tackle or has been in your mind and your soul forever that you want to tackle. And I use the example of a guy that I know who is trying to get his pilot's license, and he's been trying to get his pilot's license forever, and it's become kind of a little joke. But there's still a passion that sits inside of him that's like when he talks about this thing, it's like, yeah, man, I want to get my pilot's license. And he and this is just a goal. It's just a personal deal that he wants to do. But this has been over the course of years. And one of the things as we work through this with him is that it, it, it becomes the idea that it's not so much he needs accountability like people checking in, hey, how you doing with that? pilot's license is that he understands that it is it is something that he that, that he wants and that he desires but somehow regular life quote unquote gets in the mix and starts screwing up the wants and desires in a new start in a new start so i'm asking you what do you want what do you desire what do you want think about it what do you desire now, a lot of us have been trained over the course of time, particularly those of you who are evangelical American Christians and grew up in the American church, you've been trained to when you hear want, you've been to run for the hills because that means selfish desire. And there is no such thing as selfishness inside of Christianity. 
We cannot want or desire her. The only thing we do is sacrifice. Yes, lay down. Let the people run over you. No, that's just, it's absolute BS. And for those of you who listen to me regularly, you've heard me preach that before. I won't even get into it. But I want to ask you right now, what do you want? What do you desire? Because the guy who wants his pilot's license, like this is something that's been inside of him since he was a kid. And yes, he's not a pilot. He's, he's something else. But it's just something that he wants attachment to, right? He wants belonging to it. It's something that's going to satisfy his desire as a human being and how he thinks of himself and how he carries himself and what kind of individual he has become. So when we talk in terms like that in New Starts, I remind him of those things. But here's the biggest thing in New Starts is if that you got something going or you're starting something new, I want you to put a community around it. So my my friend who wants to be a pilot or wants the pilot license, it's like he has to be in a position where he's seen more than just the instructor. Because the instructor is going to take his money and teach him to be a pilot, but that doesn't necessarily satisfy the desire or the want of having a pilot's license. In other words, people to talk to about it, about the lessons, about flying, about all the BS that comes along with planes and how to fly them and prepare them and then land them and and, and all and crash them I suppose and and all that stuff. So that's my that's my premise with you with your desires and wants. Number 1, don't keep it to yourself. And number 2, fulfill the desire and the want with the community of the desire and the want. If you want six-pack abs, you better take your ass to a gym or to a place that has other people that want six-pack abs, and then you better announce it to the world. I want that community. I want six-pack abs and not be afraid of it. So many of us are afraid to tell other people that we want the six-pack abs, but boy, when it comes to social media, when it comes to Instagram, the minute that we get them six-pack abs, it is all over the freaking universe with the before and the after for like five years, and look at me, here's me in a red outfit, here's me in a white outfit, here's me in 1920 when, before when I was fat, and then here's a side-by-side. Like We do all these things. So if you want it, I want you to tell people. If you have a desire... If you have a want, I want you to tell people, but I want you to tell those people that are in that community with you along that desire and that want. The pilot's license guy, it's like find other pilots, find other people that want to be pilots. Communicate with those people. Don't just keep this siloed. Don't keep it up and away from the good people of your life. Don't keep it up and away from the good people of your life. You want to achieve something in 2018? You got to say something in 2018. Let me do it again. You want to achieve something in 2018? You got to say something. You've literally got to get it out of your mouth. And again, I think there's healthy venues and ways of doing that. Number one, it's with the community that are in want and desire with you. And number two, it's the people directly around you, the people that are directly around you. So ready? What do you want? What do you desire? Next, who is around you? Who is around you? Who is that person? Is your wife, your best friend, your aunt, your uncle, your grandfather, a mentor, a spiritual director, a coach? Who is that? Who is that? And communicate to them. We have a hard time communicating. That's all there is to it. Human beings, point blank, have a hard time opening up our mouths on these kinds of desires and wants. And I'm really encouraging you. It's okay. It's okay to shed that sense of fear and in some cases shame and say, I want six-pack abs. <laughs> I don't know why I'm 
focus on. I have six pack. Did you know that? I've got a wonderful ripped six pack ass. And I have a pilot's license. Hold on while I get some coffee. Okay, so the premise on new starts is make sure you have community around you and make sure you're telling that community. So now I move into new stops, new stops. So for 2018, I want you to have a new start and I want you to have a new stop. New stops, this is a simple, simple premise. The idea is that something or someone or, or, or process or tribe or community is kicking your ass. Whether it's you drink too much, and I know a few of you do, whether it's you're embroiled in some kind of secret activity, drug addiction, pornography addiction, overeating, uh, maybe it's you, you, you got a massive credit card debt that you're not owning up to. Maybe it's the fact that you're, you're, you're backwards on codependency and you can't make a move unless somebody else is dictating your world for you with, in some capacity. Or maybe you're so overbearing and over-controlling that you're choking all your relationships. Or maybe somebody in your life is choking you right? Maybe somebody's squeezing the life out of you. Maybe you're embroiled in a very unhealthy relationship. Maybe you're being hit. Maybe you're being just verbally abused, right? Maybe the community that you're in won't let you grow beyond their existing ideology. Maybe the job you're in just sucks and you just need out. Maybe you're not making enough money and you just want to go grab a a new job to make money. Maybe it's as just simple as you want to just you, you just want to lose the idea of not obsessing about self, right? I want you to take all those examples and I want you to figure out what your stop is, what your new stop is. And in that new stop, I again want you to tell your community. I want you to tell the people around you. I think I drink too much and I'm not going to drink anymore. I have this relationship with Sally and it's crushing me. It's crushing my spirit. It's crushing my soul. And I got to get out. And I need to get out. But I want you to do the same thing you would do at the new start is a new stop. But I want you to have both these things in 2018. And then once we get past, so you get new stop, right? You get this. This idea is pretty easy. Whatever dysfunction that's in your life, either you creating, other people creating, or community is creating, I want you to get out. I want you to get that new stop started. That's what I want for you. And if you're going to do it again, you got to talk. Now, what the hell was I going to say? The, the idea with all these things is to not simply create a metric around it. So with a new start or a new stop, we're not just going to go, hey, in six months, hey, in 12 months. By the end of February, I'm going to ban that new relationship. By, by July, I'll have four months sober. Like, I don't want you to put a metric on any of this stuff necessarily. Now, I know if you're working out, yes, there's going to be a metric because you're weighing yourself every day or whatever, or you're sculpting your body. Or if you are going to lose a relationship, you're going to shed a relationship. You're going to shed a community. You're going to move on from something. Yes, I understand that there are deadlines to be had. I get it. But the burden that sits on top of these things a lot of times creates the idea of failure, and that's where I I want you to be present. So as much as you can with your new start and your new stop, I want you to be present in the day. You know, Alcoholics Anonymous has that wonderful uh, moniker that it gave to the world, which is one day at a time, right? They stay sober one day at a time. They don't worry about being sober tomorrow. They, they, They worry about being sober today. And that's very suggestive, obviously, of being in the present, right? And if you are in the faith understanding, 
or you have any faith, whether you're a Buddhist, a Hindu, a Christian, a Muslim, or Jew, everybody has this idea, and it's pretty much the same idea, of the present. And when you live in the present, you end up actually creating peace. You can't have major dysfunction. Listen, you can't have major dysfunction if you are living in the present because you become aware and conscious, conscious of your own behavior and the behavior of peoples around you. And, but you also become conscious and aware of love and what the identification of love is in your life if you're living in the present. So staying away from those metrics and getting yourself zoned out in the present means that one day at a time, you're going to have a new start, and one day at a time, you're going to have a new stop. And I want, you to, I want you to frame it that way instead of thinking a month out, six months out, 12 months out. Does that mean you can't? Yes, of course you can. If you need to set metrics on your abs or your weight or when you're going to flush out this new community or go get a new job, absolutely go for it. Yes, it makes common sense. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get you into a new start, into a new stop in the present. In other words, I really want you to value yourself and framework yourself in what your wants and desires are right now, right now. And then let that be, let that be how you carve out behavior and thought and reflected love and the way you take in love. That's the zone I want you to be in. Um, all right, capiche, new starts, new stops. So again, everybody all the time dishes out all the bullshit, the philosophical bullshit, all the Oprah-y stuff. Love Oprah, by the way. Don't, don't think I'm killing her. Um, but all that Oprah-y stuff and, and, and nobody ever gets any practicality. It's like the preacher that gets up on Sunday and says, let go and let God. It never tells you how the hell to do it. So that's why a guy like me is here. I got practicality for everybody. Um, those are my notes. I'm flipping through my notes. It's so good to be back. It's so good to be back. Okay, practicality. I have five things. I have five things that inside your new starts and inside your new stops, I want you to kind of glue to yourself or glue to your psyche or glue to your soul or glue to the community around you. So you have some muscle. So you have some, 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 some spiritual muscle, if you will, um, to head into a new stop, to head into a new start and to keep it present throughout 2018. You know, what's funny was you talk about 2018. So many people said to me, oh, 2017 sucked, 2017 sucked. And I know that a lot of that value comes from the idea of, uh, you know, there's a new, you know, there's a new owner to the White House. So I get that and I get the political things, you know, kind of took a few people off the rails, you know, last year. But I also want you to understand that, you know, for those of you who are like 2017 sucked because I, there was a loss, there were bad things that happened, um, the idea in 2018 with the new start and a new stop isn't necessarily that bad things won't happen because they will. And sometimes, yes, politics are going to go the other way. And sometimes, yes, your community is going to be a big pain in the ass. So, but what I want you to do is I want you to value the present as much as you can. So that's, that's, that's the 2018 idea. Let's value the present as much as we can. All right, the first one is perseverance. And I know all of you have heard this. And by the way, I'm the guy that understands that I realize you have a good awareness of self. I am not one of those guys that, that, that you know, talks in terms of, well, you need to become aware of yourself. I really truly believe that everybody has a pretty damn good idea or value of what's happening inside of them. I just think it's, it's acting on 
your desires, your wants. It's acting in the present that I think is always the occasion that kind of jacks us up, um, along with fear. I mean, there's fear and trepidation and anger and worry and shame and guilt that just jack us up and keep us away from what we want. So I get you, you're aware, but here's perseverance. Perseverance is the idea of not giving up, right? It's not to say you won't think about giving up. It's not to say that, that I'm telling you right now, you can ask my wife, you know, I think about giving up all the time. You know, people who hear me or watch me who think I don't fear, I don't want to give up. I mean, I have a lot of fear. I have a lot of times in my life when I want to give up and I'm slamming doors and punching walls and, and being angry and, 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 and just thinking things aren't working out. I'm just like you. <laughs> I'm just like every other human being. So per- perseverance is that idea, though, that, that moniker in your life that says, right now in the present, no matter what happens today, I'm not going to give up on my new start. I'm not going to give up on my new stop. Doesn't mean I have to perform at 100%. Listen to that. It doesn't mean that I have to perform at 100% all the time. I can have days that are going to suck. I can have days that are going to be devalued. I can have days where I'm, you know, last one in line, if you will. I can have those days and I know it's coming, but perseverance says that I'm always going to be leaning forward. Not a measure of how much I'm leaning forward, but I am going to be leaning forward. So in perseverance, I want you to understand your season. I want you to understand where you are right now in season. And the metaphor we use is is spring, summer, fall, and winter, right? And these are pretty easily understood as we kind of get an idea of our life, what it's like to be in spring, right? New things are being birthed in summer, right? There's an enjoyment and a celebration about summer. In the fall, things are coming to an end, to a close. We are beginning to prep for another season. We are beginning to take stock of what is next. In the wintertime, the dormancy of winter, the coldness or harshness that can be in winter, the idea that you are hopeful for spring, right? Right? So I want you to understand what season you're in with whatever it is you desire or want. So give yourself time on that, whatever you want or desire, what season you're in. And with that, I want you to understand, this is still perseverance, I want you to understand who's in front of you. Who is in front of you? The people that are in front of you. Take stock of who the people are in front of you as way of perseverance. Because sometimes the people in front of you are not helping you persevere. Sometimes the people in front of you are just keeping you down. Sometimes the people that are in front of you are sucking your energy out. Sometimes the people that are in front of you don't want what you want or desire what you desire, and you've got to take stock of that. I also want you to know what is in front of you. What is in front of you? Where do you physically do your business? Where is it? Like, Look around and understand that. Is this a place you want to be? Is this a place you want to be? Is it a place you want to change? Is it a place you want to change? Is the environment healthy is where I'm going, right? Is the environment conducive to your wants and desires? So that's perseverance. That's perseverance. Understanding what season you're in. Well, first off, the idea, the idea that that whatever it is your new start or whatever it is your new stop is limitless because you are going forward and not giving up. You can have bad days, but you understand you're not going, you're not not going to go forward. Understand what season you're in, metaphorically, spring, winter, summer, fall, 
And then who's in front of you and what's in front of you. All those things I want to fit into the perseverance thing. Because once you start to understand season, once you understand who's in front of you, and then the what is in front of you, all those things are going to help you shape perseverance and how much you want something and how willing you are to keep that something going. The next one is courage. The opposite of courage is what? Fear. The opposite of courage is fear. So at some level in your new start and your new stop in 2018, you've got to have courage. You got to have courage. And to have courage, I hate to tell you, you're going to have to examine some of your fears. You're going to have to examine some of your fears. Fear will cripple everything in your life. It will leave you hunting for safety your entire lives. Let me say it again. The, the fear is going to cripple you. And it will cripple you. And it's going to leave you hunting for safety. And a lot of times where we find those safe places are unhealthy. Because a lot of times we find safety in not saying anything, not doing anything, going underground, being ignored, ignoring, addictions, right? Other people's lives. I'm going to go hide in that person's life. I'm going to go make that person's thing my life. I'm going to, I'm going to go be a disciple to that, Right? That's not courage. That's not courage. That's fear driving you when you start to hunt it. And I want to make sure that you're understanding that. Faith, for the record, is a risky environment. So one of the ways you'll grab courage is faith. And and faith says we're hoping for something and we have an an, an assurity that it's coming. And that's open-ended and a mysterious thing. But every one of us has the allowance of faith. And faith will produce courage. But you must have perseverance to back that. And you must understand what your fears will do to you. So I want you to acknowledge the fear to get the courage. And then I want you to acknowledge your faith to build on courage. We must learn to coexist with this fear for our, cur- for our courage. We must become comfortable in some way with the fear to really start bearing out the courage to move forward. In other words, if we go back to a new start and we go, I want six-pack abs, and we don't tell anybody because we're ashamed or we just don't want to know any, I don't want anybody to know my progress or I'm going to wear big baggy clothes when I go to the gym because this is how I am right now. If we live in that zone, it's going to be super hard to move forward into what we desire and we want. The more you raise your hand against fear and talk about what is going on inside of you, the stronger, the more courage-filled you become. And faith is the supplement that gets us there. I have faith. I have faith that something great, this is me talking, I have faith that something greater than me operates and constructs the love around me as long as I'm willing and aware and conscious of me moving forward in it, right? That's just me. So courage, courage, the value of courage means we have to understand our fears, means we have to walk through them, and we have to have faith as we walk through them. That assured, that assurity that, that, that what I hope for is going to happen, all right? That's a big, big deal. Faith, where are you placing your stock? So we, we hit perseverance, we hit courage, we know our fears, we want to have an element of faith like we were saying, and, and the faith element on the side of this 
is that I want you to understand where you place your stock. Where's your Bitcoin? <laughs> Where's your portfolio at? What keeps you safe? What's the perception of faith? Where do you, where, who is your God? That's ultimately where it, it sits, right? Where is your God? What, tr- what do you truly value the most that moves you through the day? What is it? What is it? Is it the chase for money? Is it the chase for a bigger and better career? Is it the chase for the hot chick, the hot dude, the great house, the great place to live in that city? Is it, uh, what is it? What, what is it? Is it? Is it your kids going to Harvard? Is it your kids making the soccer team? Is it you not being bald? Is it you making sure your face doesn't look like your age? Is it the clothes you put on? Is it the alcohol that you're hiding? Is it the porn addiction that you fear people would know? What do you make God? Because inside of that is where you're captivating your faith. Inside of that is where you are captivating your faith. Whatever you make, your prized possession (laughs) will become your life. So I want you to think about that. Perseverance, courage. Perseverance, courage, faith. All these things are the practicality of you getting in your new starts and your new stops. Community. Community. Number four, community. Every single one of us wants belonging. We desire belonging. We long to be known. We long to be loved. We are so desperate to have that, that, that quality of togetherness. And then when I say desperate, that's, that's how I'm using it there is a good thing. We, we, we really do want it. So we must have community. You must have community. You cannot believe alone. You cannot build alone. You cannot walk alone. Now, I know some of you may think you can, but you cannot. You must have others around you, and you must give them the quality of knowing you, and you must be open to knowing them. Again, it's it's the ab thing. I just focused on this ab thing for whatever reason or this pilot's license deal. The idea is that you are sharing your life with other people so that your wants and your desires, your life can be as full as you can possibly make it. Jesus has this great line about, I I came to give you life, life more abundantly, right? And regardless of where you are on the Jesus fence, this is a guy who taught directly to the ego. And he's like, hey man, I want you to strip away your ego, your pride how valuable you think you are. And I want you to be able to to get down deep inside of you and start to understand that other people are truly a valuable asset as you become belonging to them and beloved by them, right? And that's, that's a true value, to live an abundantly full life, a life that is full of laughter, and sadness, and joy, and sorrow as you are immersed in community. So don't silo yourself. With your new start and your new stop, don't silo yourself. Wisdom, fifth one. Wisdom, you pray for it and you seek it. You pray for it and you seek it. 
When you seek wisdom, you are in the act of gathering knowledge, right? Gathering wisdom, right? Wisdom oftentimes comes with experience for the record too. So you got to kind of understand that. Walking through times of great joy and great sorrow will will produce a wisdom, will produce a wisdom. Um, And there's so much to say about wisdom, like, you know, um, you know, the wisdom traditions of the world, if you will, like there are literal traditions that all blossom out of just wisdom and, and how wisdom moves through the, you know, human beings and through community and, and how people wrestle with great moral understandings. And so wisdom is like a real rich fabric to sit in and seek and pray for. But the two ways you grab it is one is pray and one is seek it. You can seek wisdom in a bunch of ways, obviously. You can have yourself a mentor, a coach. You can have yourself, uh, um, you know, just somebody who is helping guide you. It's what it's what I do for a living as I help guide you through whatever season that you're sitting in uh, into greater understanding, awareness, and consciousness. So you can seek somebody like that. Uh, you can read. You can you can read. Where do I start reading, Jr.? Well, I mean, you can start reading anything. I tell people most of the time that in your curiosity for wisdom or knowledge, it's like whatever that curiosity is. That's the that's the book you read. Um, if you're, you know, you know, for me, it's like I read, uh, you know, people who write about contemplation. I read people who talk about prayer. I talk about people who, uh, who are in the spiritual life. And so I read a lot of that material. Now I also read, you know, uh, you know, guys like, um, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, who's got that book, Crush It. Like I'll read, I'll read that book. You know, and, and, and in that, there's wisdom. There's there's building business wisdom, but there's also, uh, you know, how to be leader wisdom. So, I mean, there's all these things that you can go read. You know, books, don't burn books. You know, wherever your curiosity is, is where you should start reading. The whole prayer thing on wisdom is you are literally praying, hey, I want wisdom. I want wisdom. And when you do that, you are seeing the circumstances in your life. So again, no matter who you pray for, the idea is is that you are in reflection. You are in a collected understanding in a very solitude arrangement between you and the universe, you and God, you and the God of your understanding, where you are are an inventory of what is going on with your life. And you are holding that inventory in your life with like, for this example, be your new start or your new stop. And you'd be understanding that you need wisdom to get your six-pack abs. You need wisdom to get your pilot's license. You need wisdom to become the person that's sitting inside of you that you so value and cherish and you want out there in the world. So again, wisdom. Wisdom. Um, those are the five. Perseverance. Perseverance. Courage. Faith. Community. And Wisdom. That's the practicality that you're sitting on. The idea that you're not going to give up. You may have bad days, but you're not giving up. You may have absolute shit moments, but you're not giving up. Courage. The idea that you are going to stand understanding your fear and you're still facing them. They say that nothing, the only, if you want something, you have to go through fear. On the other side, in the middle, if you will, like if, if you're looking at your goal, what's standing in front of you most times is fear. So that's why you have to have the courage to walk with fear through it. That's why I'm telling you, hey, understand your fears and know you're going to have to walk with them and make friends with them at some level. 
faith, the idea and hope, the hope of something you want and the assurity of it, right? That's a big, huge mystery, you know, kind of understanding. But at the end of the day, it sits inside of us and it burns in us. And that's what usually moves us, the faith to go do something, the faith to move a mountain. Community, you can't believe alone. You can't believe alone. Don't build alone. Don't believe alone. Say something. Allow your community to say something back. And wisdom, like we just talked about. Wisdom, you can seek this. You can read this. You can listen to this. You can pray for it. Wisdom, perhaps we should do a whole whole thing on because wisdom is such a loaded, um, just a, it's a massive bullet in, in, a, in a very large gun because wisdom is that, you know, there, there are things that are deep inside of you that you just intuitively get. Um, and wisdom lives in those spaces. Um, good people, it is 36 minutes, and I it just went past uh, the 30, and, and I should be yelling at myself. Hey, if you need me, I'm JR at JRMan.com, J-R-M-A-H-O-N.com. Uh, I also run a little uh, nonprofit called Tabletop Ministries. Please check out Tabletop. It's on JRMan.com. And if you are so... Uh, able to in whatever season you are please give to tabletop we really do need you i basically provide spiritual direction for people who can't it's spiritual direction and pastoral care for people who can't afford traditional uh, ends of therapy so when you pay into tabletop you are literally helping folks um get just some good vibes in their life man and helping them rebuild in whatever season that they are in I appreciate it if you go hit that uh, button and donate to that because there are a lot of people that come to Tabletop and we don't say no. That's one of our deals. We don't say no at Tabletop. If you need me on the other side of what I do, I am a coach. I am a mentor. I am a consultant. I am a spiritual director. Uh, I help people get through whatever the shenanigans of life uh, are, are there. You can call the number and we can set a session. I'd be more than happy to help you. I love you guys. It's 2018. I am I am so stoked to hear about your new starts. I am so stoked to hear about your new stops. I am with you on this journey. If you need me, you can call it. I usually pick it up or text, and I'll text right back. Good people, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>